You're listening to the Unstoppable Business Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lee. So today I'm talking with Andreas Raro, and Andreas has helped his info product clients land seven figures with his copywriting skills. Let's get right in. So when you started this uh, and you were, you know, learning these skills, uh, when did it really change for you? Like when did things start to happen for you? Um, I think it's actually not been that long ago um, because I had a slow transition. Uh, when I started doing copywriting, uh, it's not like clients came raining to me. <laughs> so right. what happened was... Uh, I, I I mean, at first I even do the, the <laughs> John Carlton, a famous copywriter called it the famous whoring face. So I, I was like, uh, the shameless whoring face. And it, that's where like, uh, you go and you offer your services for very cheap or for free. And I did that. <laughs> uh-huh. But when I was doing that, I was also, I ha- I was having a side income by doing uh, other things, for example, locally, I was selling services of agencies. Uh, I was uh, doing Airbnb. I was doing a lot of things uh, just to get by, but I was focused mainly on on the thing that I was I wanted to develop was was my copywriting skills, and and yeah, like it took a while for for me to be able to live only of copywriting, uh, approximately. I don't know, between one year and two years. And just, I don't know, a year and a half ago or something like that, it's when things took off, when uh, I started to get clients on retainer. Uh, this year, for example, I have started to also get revenue share agreements. And, and yeah, it's uh, I'm still in the process. Uh, the copy I, I've written has generated over $1 million dollars. Uh, for my clients, uh, it, it's under its way to make um, the 10 million. But yeah, there are copyrights that have done hundreds of millions and, and beyond. So, so yeah, it's a long journey. <laughs> gotcha, man. So during that time when you were struggling, like during that time when you were figuring things out, you said nothing was really happening until about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you keep pushing on? Like what what kept you pushing on? Mm, you know, uh, there's a, like, people like to give sexy answers for this. Uh, my thing is, uh, I have to be honest and say that I had a lot of lows as well. Like, uh, times where, I don't know, like, uh, I think this happens more than people accept it, but like days where, I don't know, you just wake up and you procrastinate all day because you just don't feel like it. And it's because, uh, you, your self-esteem is low and and sometimes those days turns into weeks and mm. and mm-hmm. and yeah sometimes even months and i always did at least something um that's you you actually i have learned to be like grateful with me and my past and yeah i i'm grateful because of that because uh it's like i don't know if you're starting let's say you want to get in shape a lot and a lot of people are like they get mad at them because they don't need to eat the perfect meal every meal and they don't uh, 
for example, do the perfect workout. Sometimes the only thing you need to do is like, for example, ditch that Coca-Cola and, and, and start drinking water, even if you are still eating the Cheetos. Um, at least right. you did made some progress and that's I think something that I, I at least did that I always even made a little bit of progress even in a way I, I know that it's not the perfect action but something that like the main reason why people are not where they want to be and that even applies to me to getting to the next level it's mostly because of your mindset and who you are but you also have to learn to accept who you are. And it's funny because it's like, well, if you accept it, you won't want to change it. And no, like from a place of acceptance, uh, you can all, it's easier to not hate you and not sabotage yourself and start to become better. And yeah, um, this is, and, and I can even say like this past year that things have started to grow exponentially for me that has been the biggest realization. Like, uh, if you work on yourself, it's even easier than, for example, we are in the space of buying info products and all that. Most people like to buy the info products on Facebook ads or, uh, I know the perfect funnels making thing or whatever. <laughs> and few people like even consider going to therapy and seeing, seeing a psychologist, you know, and it's like, that's a better investment because, more part of your results come from mindset than from knowledge on tactical things. Mm, gotcha. Okay. What exactly do you mean by that? Like mindset, what kind of limiting beliefs or limiting mindsets do people have when it comes to this space? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say something like, uh, that's gonna, I don't know, like teach the audience about psychology. And, and I use this for persuasion, but you also can use it to understand yourself. So we come from tribes, right? Like, uh, and in your tribe, uh, like, and the reason we come from tribes is like, you know, your genes want to survive. So eventually the first humans came and eventually some humans like discovered that it's easier to survive in a tribe than alone. Like alone, you have to fight a tiger alone, uh, in a tribe, you can fight the tiger together and kill it and eat it. And also if you fight alone another tribe, it's more possible you to die than if you fight tribe against another tribe. So that made our genes seek to always belong to a tribe. But it's funny, also if you want to survive even in that tribe, the best possible way for you to, to do it is to become the, like the alpha male or the tribe leader. And it, that can be like, I don't know, the alpha woman as well or whatever, not, but being at the top of the, of the tribe. And this is where our search for status comes from. The funny thing is also that we kind of all kind of know this even subconsciously or, or whatever, but what we also have to be aware is that because what we're trying to do is become the alpha person, if you want to become the alpha person, some, you also have to take some, some, someone out of that place. And that is risky like that. If you, for example, want to fight the, the, the tribal leader and he puts like, uh, after you lose, he kicks you out of the tribe. You're you, you, you start to equate that with death. And it's funny because this translates today, like our genes are old 
and many times they don't serve us. Many times they do, but many times they don't. So for example, we look for foods that have a lot of calories because back then we didn't have a lot of uh, access to food. So if we find the foods with the most calories, we increase our chances to survive. Today, we have a lot of processed foods and, and things like that that give us a lot of calories and they are not necessarily increasing our chances to, for survival, but our genes are old and they think that it, that's not the case. Uh, so in that thing, coming back to be, try, trying to become the tribal person, for you to try to become the tribal person, what we normally do is we're always like trying to see where we stand on that tribe. We are always comparing ourselves to each other. And these are genes. It's natural. Uh, like even kids do it. That's why kids bully. That's why kids trying to, to, to become the tribal leader of their schools and things like that. Like it's natural. Like, uh, it doesn't mean you can't fight it. Like just like how you can go like, uh, eat healthy, even if your genes are trying to do something else. But, but yeah, like, uh, this is, this is what, what our genes are trying to do. So this is where most of our, our, our limiting beliefs or everything like insecurities come from, like we comparing ourselves to each other. We're trying to become the, the, the tribal leader, but at the same time, we're scared of, um, of, of doing things to, to do that. That's, that's why public speaking is like uh, so scary for people. It's like, oh, like if I talk in, in, in front of this crowd and they kick me out of this tribe, I'm going to die, even if it's not true. But your, your genes think that. So like realizing this is one step for you to like let it go, but also understanding that's part of your nature. So you, you can't really get it all away. It's going to always be there. Just like have to deal with this. And, and yeah, like, uh, and it's also funny because back then you could actually become the tribal leader. Like, uh, you could actually be become the person in top of the, of the tribe today. You can't like, you can't become the, the tribal leader of the world. Like, Oh, what's the tribal leader? Actually, like, even anyways, like, Oh, you want to be, I don't know, the, the richest guy in the world. Okay. You become Jeff Bezos. And then you look around and it's like, oh, but I'm not the sexiest one. There's Cristiano Ronaldo, there's David Beckham, uh, there's Brad Pitt. Like right. you can compare, find another category, right? And and David Beckham can do the same. Look at Jeff Bezos and say, I'm not the richest. And you can, like, you can always compare to each other and feel bad about yourself. And this is where most of our insecurities come from. And it's, and yeah, like uh, that's that's where limiting beliefs also come from. Like, I don't want to do things like I don't want to also go up the ladder because our gene, my genes thinks is like it can kill me. Like, but in this world, it doesn't apply. And your genes are not, are not suited for today's life and learning how to let go of, of those things. And it's not an easy process because it's easier said than done, but as I said, like, uh, at the beginning, it's just one step of, I mean, you don't have to become the most confident person today. You just have to become more confident than where, what you were yesterday. And that's how, how you start doing progress on becoming a better, I don't know, like entrepreneur or, or even person. Gotcha. Okay. So you're saying that it's our genes that make us sort of compare ourselves and it's our comparisons that are bringing us insecurity when it comes to 
anything in business, right? Pricing our courses or, you know, selling our courses. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because it's even the reason why you even want it. Like if you didn't compare yourself to others, you maybe wouldn't even want money, <laughs> but because you do it, like that's what makes you get started. And like that, that's why I say like, don't judge it as bad. Like it just happens. Like uh, the reason why you want to be like, even, I don't know, things like I want to be the most spiritual person. That's because you compared to yourself to another spiritual person. And you said like, Oh, I want to go that, that direction. But yeah, like that's, that's where insecurities come from. But it's also the reason that gets you started into paths of, uh, like the, the hero's journey on, on different paths of life. Mm, gotcha, man. So how have you used this principle to help yourself, you know, maybe with pricing or like, what do you use it for? Well, when I'm trying to sell to people, I understand that what they want more than anything is to like have more status and find connection, like be, belong to a tribe. And at the same time, they also want to be the top of the tribe, but also want to be accepted. And you know, like it's a kind of this, this, polarity thing like I want to belong to that tribe but at the same time I want to be better than all of them and I use this all the time like you the two things that that are most important to sell are selling status and selling love and and I use this like constantly also understanding that people are risk averse uh, like many people say like my, my audience isn't I sell to like entrepreneurs that have done a million dollars but 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 all people are risk averse, like yeah, at least in a way you just need to find the thing that scares them kind of, uh, like if they have done a lot of, I don't know, sales, maybe they're not scared of that, but maybe they are scared of something else. Like, I don't know, uh, hiring people and giving control of their company or something like that. So you just have to know, know this, like, uh, about the people you're selling to and, and yeah, like understanding that it's normal that all people have fears. Even the people we think don't like Jeff Bezos probably doesn't have fears. Like, of course he does. And they are different than the normal person maybe, but, but they, he still has them. And, um, yeah, understanding like fears of people and, and their motivations that normally have to do with status and love. Are you an expert or course creator trying to monetize your online course? Well, Use our one-page template to get more paying students to your online course without marketing overwhelm or sleazy sales tactics. You can download this for free at unstoppablebusiness.com. Now, back to the show. You know, Andreas, during that time, um, you know, you said about a year and a half ago where you started to get some success uh, up until now. Like, what has life been like now, you know, after that time versus, you know, before that, before a year and a half ago? Um, it's funny because when I think about it, sometimes you don't even realize it. Um, and maybe it, this is because like, I, I, I'm not like a, I don't know, person making $10 million a year or something, but right, yeah. like a lot of things ha haven't changed. Like you just mm -hmm. 
up, start to upgrade on things like, for example, I don't know, maybe today I can eat better food. Uh, I still pretty much work the same. Just uh, the different thing is that I work on different things. Uh, I can hire people now. Uh, yeah, like, and this is funny, like, this is something that I have learned from gratitude. Like you can actually be very happy for, for whatever, like whatever, wherever you are, like uh, you can actually be very happy about wherever you are. And some people don't like that because if I'm happy, uh, maybe I don't, I don't want to change who I am, but it's easier to act from a place from happiness and, and gratitude than from a place of, I hate myself. Um, so so yeah, things that have changed, I don't know, like today I can travel a little bit more, I can stay in better places, I can hire people, I can, I don't know, uh, take my, go to dinner, like I did, I did that before, but today I can go to better places and things like that. It's like not, not a lot of, a lot of it has changed. Uh, this is probably because I, ha I, like only, well, like when I started my di digital journey and all that, I did have a, a point in time where I can, I could only afford like a one tuna can per day to eat. And that yeah. moment really sucked, <laughs> but it, it didn't, it didn't, I, I wasn't in that place for, for very long. And that's because I moved, moved back to my parents' house. <laughs> but once I was in my parents' house, I still like, I don't know, have pretty much the same thing that I have today but just like with, with freedom, you know? Mm. Gotcha, man. Okay. So what really drives you then? Like if, you know, for someone, someone might think like if you're already happy, you might not be as driven to go after like more clients, you know, you know, uh, more money, more income. This is funny because, um, uh, you know, our mutual friend, Tim Mennett, asked me this on his podcast i don't know like uh, really? i don't know when yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he interviewed me a while a while back and i said like uh something like in the i don't know something like nothing i'm more process oriented or something like that I, I told him but today i have started to uh like work hard on like my vision um and, and yeah like i have a really cool vision that, and I advise everyone to have this, like a very well-defined vision that can change over time, but, but at least like gets you up in the morning and says like, Oh, I, I really want to do this. And, uh, and also you can start to add extra motivations. Like for example, if, if I don't know, like, I don't think I will ever get tired of making, making, making more money, but at one point it can get comfortable. It's like, well, like I, I already are making this, like, yeah, more money would be cool, but, but maybe you're, you, you get comfortable on that area, but you can add some extra motivation on that vision for something else. So for example, one thing that I'm, I don't know, adding to my vision is like, oh, I want to uh, help uh, people like, uh, I don't know, like give a better life to my girlfriend. I want to donate more. I actually met an entrepreneur that he donated 10 grand per month to baseball because he loves it and he helps kids wow. like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's 10 grand is it's, it's, it's money, you know, but he, he can do it because he's making millions and, uh, and it, like 
getting those type of things in your vision is, is like cool, like uh, hire people and help them help your clients. Uh, so for example, I'm, I'm launching my copy course uh, because I'm Mexican, it's going to be in Spanish. And, and there are not a lot of people that are teaching this, like contrary to, for example, uh, the US or something that we, you can find, I don't know, dozens of teachers like here, you have none. And and mm-hmm. the only few that are are from Spain, and there are only three. So there, there are a very few copywriters teaching, and and I have started to like give conferences and thing, and and I see that that people need this, and one of my motivations is like, well, I want to like have this income that uh, it's like completely automated and all that, and that's cool. That's part of my vision. But also like I want to help these people transform their their life, their business. Uh, become better communicators and yeah like having this vision is is a thing that drives me and i actually encourage everyone to to do it i didn't do it for a long time and and i realize now that yeah like having one helps you a lot with driving forward mm, gotcha so when you didn't have a vision what were you driven by before <laughs> i think a lot by pain to be honest like uh, i didn't like who, where i was and <laughs> and yeah, like I just wanted to get away from that. And also like, as I said, comparing myself to others, like knowing there are some, uh, but it's, it's bad because when you don't have a vision, the vision gets defined for you. So for example, uh, the reason why I got into internet marketing is because I, I bought a course and I saw someone living a life that I said like, Oh, I want to have that life. But I, I never actually stopped and said like, do I want everything of that life or maybe just some things? And, and, and that's how uh, vision can, can get defined by you. I, I would go, go on Facebook and go to the ClickFunnels group, for example, and see people doing all this and that. And, and sometimes you want this thing that someone said, another time you want another thing that another one mm-hmm. said. So, so you, you actually don't, are not running forward you're running to in different directions because you are not you don't have a clear defined vision you just have multiple places to go that are kind of similar but not the same Hmm. gotcha man okay so andreas what's exciting nowadays like what are you working on nowadays that's really exciting to you well i uh, as always uh, my copy projects uh, some people think that <laughs> Like when I started to say like, oh, I want to launch a course and some people like have this stigma of like, uh, I want to be that guy that just preaches and, and never works or something. But no, I, I actually want that to actually just propel me to, I don't know, uh, get better clients or things like that. Uh, and this is something that for everyone wanting to launch a course, I can say like uh, launching a course can help you land those high ticket clients and, and those, those things like it's easier for you to hire an, a New York times bestseller in, I don't know, like marketing. Uh, I don't know, like more people want to work with Tim Ferriss just because he has books that are New York times bestsellers. So if you launch right. a course, these things are going to happen to you. You're going to become an authority in the eyes of people. Mm. And this is a reason why some people don't want to launch a course like, Oh, I don't want to just to be that guru guy. It's like, no, I, I actually want to, to keep doing copy projects, just attract better quality clients all the time. And, 
And yeah, like uh, I want to keep doing the copy projects. Uh, I actually like writing copy, uh, especially because I'm not a, in, in copy, you can become a specialist or a gen generalist. Um, I'm kind of a specialist in some areas, but as from time to time I get, uh, I don't know, a project on something that I actually know nothing about. So for example, recently I worked with one that was on how to read faster and mm -hmm. you have to go deep on the research and all that and, and learning on different subjects for me, it's very interesting. So I like doing that also helping those business owners make sales and get to the next level. It's something very rewarding for me. And, and yeah, like my biggest project right now is actually launching, launching my course and launching all that because I have been very quiet on it. <laughs> like, uh, I haven't done a lot of, I don't know. I don't have even a Facebook page right now, but yeah, like, uh, the people that I hire, like are, are I am now moving, to, to that direction, like, well, we're going to focus on the organic thing and I'm also like, uh, running Facebook ads to do it and all that. So yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. That. <laughs> oh, very exciting stuff, man. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned, uh, that people think like, I don't want to be that guru guy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, that, that is something that people do think about a lot. Why do you think that is? And, and I was one of them <laughs> to be honest. Uh, there are two things like, and, and this is actually from, from my experience. When I said I didn't want to be the guru guy, one is the imposter syndrome. Uh, another is because it's easy. Sometimes the way that you can feel good about yourself is by criticizing other people. So for example, if you find someone like Ty Lopez, uh, Ty Lopez gets a lot of hate, right? Oh yeah. And, mm -hmm. And, and if you say like, well, he just did it because of the Ferrari, you can like feel better than Ty Lopez. So that's one reason we do it. Like we criticize just to feel better than someone. And that actually elevates our status without us having to do a lot of work. <laughs> uh, and another, like, I think more genuine reason is because I don't know Ty Lopez personally or, or his courses or whatever. Uh, but, but I do know that some people actually do scam people with courses. Well, not scam them, but because sometimes, but they do put, I don't know, like they write excellent copy and they have excellent promises and you buy the course and it's not what, not even close to what they promise. Right. Uh -huh. and, it's like and, getting catfished. <laughs> yeah. And I think that disappoints people and, mm. and they start to resent the, the, that path and it's like, oh, I don't want to be that guy that just scams people. Uh, and the thing is that, you know, it's, it's also sad that for example, you create a course and most people won't even complete it. Uh, so, so yeah, I think that there are a lot of negative things that you can experience on, on courses, but if you focus on, on the positive and, and actually give your best shot, so, well, I don't want to scam people. Well, work really well. So, so your courses and whatever you put out, it's actually pretty, pretty, pretty good. And, and yeah, like, uh, and don't get afraid of, of doing it. Like put yourself out there. It's, uh, I mean, courses, 
is not the only way to get rich and and all that you know like you can buy real estate or you can buy businesses or or whatever going the startup way or whatever but if if some part of you is interested in in you like uh, address the things that that stop you and and let, let them go and and get on with it mm. that's good advice man so andreas other than you know you have certain visions like you're you're creating the course you know you're helping more clients you're going to conferences uh what's the vision for you what's the five to ten year vision for you <laughs> um five to ten year vision it's uh well like uh <laughs> me and my girlfriend say like uh we want to live in a beach um yeah <laughs> i don't i i see a lot of things with with her uh-huh uh so so yeah like uh we're not married still but <laughs> i i hope this doesn't come back to bite me but right now i'm pretty pretty sure i want to marry her um so yeah nice. that's part of part of the vision uh, mm -hmm. um i want to start a family but i don't know if in 10 years well no 10 years probably uh but five i don't know um and and well, like I, I want to hire more people because I have started to realize I, I went alone for a long time. And now that I have started, I, I still have very few people hired. I, I only have two, <laughs> but uh -huh. working with people like uh, especially, you know, as a copywriter, sometimes they bring me into teams and I and I love it. Uh, I actually kind of regret that I never had the opportunity to. I don't know, experience working in a company, but not in a normal company, but for example, I would have liked to, I don't know, join a sales sales team and uh, push people together and things like that. Because I, I did it in sports. I played, uh, I play soccer. I still do it. Uh, but in mm. college I played and mm. yeah, I played, I don't know, since, uh, since I was 13 or something like that. And and being in teams and push, pushing uh, people and all that, I I, lo I like that. So part of my vision is to grow a larger team and even larger. Um, yeah, like right now, uh, my my more than a five to ten year vision. I, I want to get to a company that makes uh, a million dollars a year as fast as I can. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that will happen before the ten years. After those tens. I don't know, like uh, maybe I don't know if I want to go to a hundred million or, or all that. Uh, part of me wants uh, wants it, part of me doesn't. But right now I'm focusing very hard on the on the first step, that million dollar a year company. So so yeah, I think that's that's kind of more the vision: uh, living in the beach, uh, being with my girl, and uh, hiring people, uh, helping them, creating great products, and helping my my customers, and having a tribe that that you like and things like that. And and also part of part of that vision also is be very very healthy and and yeah uh, i don't know if i don't know this could be noticed on on the podcast or not but i'm i'm starting to get a lot into spirituality and 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 mindset and letting go and and i don't know expand your consciousness so yeah i also want to work more and more on that so yeah <laughs> that's cool man yeah <laughs> Uh, same here, man. This this year, same for me with uh, some Tony Robbins stuff, some spirituality stuff. So that's awesome. 
Yeah, I, I think last time we talked, you told me about, about you going to Tony Robbins, and yeah, that yeah. Sounds, sounds pretty cool. Life-changing stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Andreas, do you have anything else to say to our audience out there listening? Uh, no, not really. Um, if I don't know if anyone wants to find me. I'm not that difficult to find. You could just, uh, well, maybe you should, like, you will need to go to the notes or something because my... My name is not easily spelled, <laughs> but For you can sure, find yeah. me on Facebook, like as Andres Ruaro, and just add me as a friend on Facebook. And if you want to chat with me, we can. 